Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. internet. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and if you are new to the show, if you're new to the show, this is a podcast where I have my friends on, we have a couple drinks, and we talk about life. It's like a drinking variety talk show. I am so excited for you guys to hear this week's episode, because this is the long-awaited episode with Jay and Kat. Now, if you remember, back a couple weeks ago, I did an intro and I talked about losing an episode that I was absolutely heartbroken about. Well, we got together and re-recorded. So I have my friends Jay and Kat on this episode, and it is awesome. Now, Jay's been on already. Um, He did a previous episode with me all about body image, and that is a great episode. I'll make sure to leave a link to that one below. If you haven't heard it yet, it's fantastic. But this time, he's here with his girlfriend, Kat, and I love this couple. I just want to say that the first time we recorded this, I hung out with them all night. We had a jam session afterwards, and it was just one of the best times ever. And re-recording it was just as fun. I gotta say, I knew I couldn't recreate what we did that first night, but we came out of it with something probably even better. So obviously, it's a couple's episode, so we talked about their relationship, so their origin story, which is very interesting and quite the story, and about them playing music together. They are a musical duo called The Rowdy Two. Check out their YouTube and check out their Facebook page. There'll be links below. So please give them a like on Facebook and subscribe to their YouTube channel. They are two amazing amazingly talented people. They do a really cool thing where they actually take requests and learn a song on the fly and then they live stream playing it on Facebook and it is so cool. So I can't say enough good things about Jane Cat. Had a blast during this episode. It is a long one but you want to know what? I don't care. It was so good that I didn't want to cut it down. I mean honest to god you guys not only do I love these two people individually, but I love them together. Recording with them the first time, it was so cool to sit back and watch their reactions to each other talking about each other. It was literally the cutest thing I've ever goddamn seen. And recording a second time, I was like, oh, it's probably not going to be as cute. No, it was just as cute. Especially seeing Kat react to how Jay was talking about her at the end of the episode. Um, It's this, really the sweetest thing ever. I love them. So with the long episode, in mind, I'm going to just get to some housekeeping items. Before we get into the episode, I want to talk about Patreon. Um, If you are a listener of the show, I can't stress enough how much we would appreciate becoming a member of our community on Patreon. And if you're unfamiliar with it, it's essentially just a website that you sign up to, and you can support the show by giving a monthly donation. Um, It can be anywhere from $1 to, I think, $20 is our highest level. Uh, And with your donation, you do get some rewards. So things like shoutouts on the show, early access to episodes, and bonus content. So we actually do record uh, bi-weekly bonus episodes that you can get if you are a $10 and up Patreon. And speaking of $10 and up Patreons, huge shoutout to Zoe and Tyler. Thanks so much for 
supporting Intoxicated and keeping Corey and I on our game keeps us motivated to work hard on the show. So I can't say thank you enough to them. So if you like the podcast, certainly check out Patreon. Uh, We would love the support. You can also support the show by giving us a follow on social media. That is Facebook and Instagram, Intoxicated Podcast, on Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. And feel free to email us questions, feedback, really anything you want at all um, to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. Do make sure you do hit subscribe as well on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you are using so that you don't miss an episode and subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews as well. If you're a pop culture movie and TV junkie, you will love Intoxicated Reviews. It is hosted by Corey, who is the pop culture expert on Intoxicated, so go check that out. That's all for now. I hope you enjoy this episode, Back from the Dead, with the Rowdy 2, Jankat. Anyways, y'all. Oh, and welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I have two guests here that have risen from the dead. <laughs> Hello, everybody. That deleted episode. Stop that. Stop it. It's actually creepy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Guys, I'm here with Jay and Kat. Hello. The angels of the hour because they have agreed to re-record with me. Yeah. After I lost their episode, which was the most heartbreaking moment of my life. In fairness to you, you didn't lose the episode. Your computer lost the episode. That's true. And I remember like messaging and just being like, "Oh my god, they're gonna, they're gonna hate me. They're gonna, they're gonna be so mad that I wasted their night." And um, it was fun. We got drunk and we talked. We had, I had a fucking blast. We had a jam session at the end. It was fucking fantastic. We were talking about narcissists. Yeah, this is great. We're both like. But people want yeah. to hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. This is the most important thing that anyone will ever hear in their lives. <laughs> I Information honest... about Jay and Kat's relationship. But, no. Honestly, I walked away from that episode being like, that was the best, not, not only one of the best couples episodes I've done, but like one of the best just intoxicateds, because it was like tangenty in the best way. <laughs> I, and like, we'll probably re-bring up some of these tangents. When we talked about Here's religion open. at one point... Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I don't even remember what... I, I remember the religion one. I'm that, sure there were others. I remember a few things we talked about. Probably there are a lot more things that I don't remember, but... Hey. Yeah? We went on just, like, general relationship tangents. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. So... I don't even remember what I <laughs> It was so long ago. So it can't be... we were drunk. So let's, That's just it. Let's rediscover it. Yeah. We'll, we'll redis- we're not going to try to recreate it, because it can't be recreated. But we're gonna just we're gonna go over your guys' relationship and see what the fuck happens. How about that? Yeah, why I'm here for the ride. Um so we are here with Jen Cat and we are drinking Weiser's vanilla Weiser's. whiskey. Right? Yeah. Can we all can I? Yes, cheers. Bring over cheers. Eyes, 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 eyes. It's really good. Slancha. Oh, Oh, yeah, Tampai. <laughs> did you take? What did you? Did you eat something? Bad? Yeah, I had a fry in my mouth when we did that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whiskey fry. Yeah. Whiskey fry. That's not what you. Full want. disclosure, uh, Jay and I have 
fries and chicken bites from Dirty Nelly's between us. Yes, I just came from Dirty Nelly's where I play my show. That's right. And uh, they, they happen to t- treat us very well there. So. Do they give you free food? Uh, they give us one free meal oh, okay. each after the show. Well, that's pretty I, I shouldn't say, I mean, yeah, it is Not one free each. meal, but... Like I gave, I ordered enough so that uh, Kat and I could both eat when I got home. And uh, he fed me. So. Oh, that's some sweet. So speaking of sweet, yeah. You guys are you guys are dating and living together. We yes. are. Yes. So this is our apartment. Let's go back to the beginning. I know you told it already, but you're gonna tell it again. <laughs> God damn it. Got stuff. Um, how did you guys get together? Uh, well, give it we, to us. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, well, I, I was working at the uh, Keith's Brewery down on Lower Water Street, where we do brewery tours. And uh, at this point, I've been working there for four years. Uh, I've just started my fifth year. And uh, shortly before, I think, I became a supervisor there, a uh, cat and a few other people like, were hired on. Was like that a few months before? Yeah, yeah. It was. I think I was being tested. For becoming a supervisor by training Kat and the other new right. hires mm-hmm. in uh, in the music and a few other things. And it was the end of the summer, so it was a smaller group. So it was myself, uh, our friend Ke- friends Keats and Adam, and then there was an additional girl who, after the first week, decided that it wasn't for her. So it was literally yeah. the four of us. So, like, intimate. Oh, yeah. yeah, and honestly, yeah. that is the kind of group that I work best with. Yeah, and uh, to, to put it in in, uh, in a bit of uh, context for you, uh, at the moment, uh, for the last few weeks, I have been training a much larger group of mm-hmm. uh, about twenty five people. Half returning hires, half uh, the new hires, and it's just been amazing and ridiculous <laughs> and stressful and rewarding and super challenging. It's a very, very busy time. Yeah, here. and I, I right. find myself frequently wishing, God, I wish I could go back to just training three people. Oh, <laughs> really, though? And you then get... eventually dating one of them. <laughs> oh, God. Ding, but... ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was way, way off of that Yeah, that, that's right. true. Um, uh, like... Because when, when I started that summer I was dating someone that I'd been dating for like two years at that point so not a short relationship by any stretch of the imagination but we had moved to Halifax together we'd been living there for the better part of a year like it was a serious relationship so when I started the brewery Jay and I were just friends right yeah but I like I had a little crush oh. on him. Oh, I was good so with just this. Was one of my favorite parts yeah. about your guys' episode: the idea of having crushes on each other. <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit. I mean, yeah. well, when she I first got hired sure. on, you know, like the first thing I noticed about Cat was that she could has a lot of hair. She had a lot of hair. That was definitely the first <laughs> thing that I noticed. Uh, and also that she and I had a lot in common, mm-hmm. uh, geek wise. Right. Because you know, I, I'm a very Open. Oh, yeah. I'm openly geeky, and Cat uh, was very much the same way. Also, she could handle herself musically, which, of course, just that—that's a—that's a, that's a yeah. box checked for me. Well, all the boxes are being checked. Yeah, very very geeky and musical. musical. Those are both of my boxes. Yeah. yeah. Boobs. <laughs> great. Yeah. Geeky, musical, boobs. That's it. <laughs> Those are my three boxes. 
I mean, those are good boxes. Yeah, I mean, they work out well for me so far. And they worked out great for me. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't have boobs, so I don't know. But it's, they're, fantastic. they're fantastic. I know that is one possible box for you, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm more of a butt person, but that's... Yes, yes I get that, I get that. Um. So, yeah, so, I mean, friends, but there was, like, I remember the very first like couple weeks I was doing tours um because when I started at the brewery it was still old tour style right. so we went mm. back to 1863 we all had like our own historical costumes <laughs> so crazy I loved yeah, so she, much. Had, I missed her, she had her chemise and her petticoat and uh the, and the corset the, and skirt the corset and skirt exactly oh, was that was a that bitch corset? to wear no i loved it really? yeah oh i loved it oh man so many of the girls at work complain about their chemises and their corsets well i mean mine was made with my measurements so it fit oh, yeah. sometimes i mean of course during the winter gained up some extra weight so it was a little tighter right but then by the end of the summer it was like too loose so it you know, it it was a good fit, right, right, right. Um, so I love so wearing fun. my corset. Oh my god! Um, but I remember there was well, at least one in particular instance I remember is I was standing at the top of the stairs as the character of Annie, who kind of welcomes everybody onto the tour, mm-hmm. and uh, Jay was standing at the bottom of the bar tunnel as he was doing the Archie character that day. Um, and we would like sign to each other what song, or I would sign to him what song I wanted to sing when I came down for that, the tour that was currently heading down to it's the a bar. Very, it's a very intricate kind of tour. Oh, it's very tour. intricate. It's, it's a whole tour in one hour and it was people running all over the place. Yeah. So hour long cool. tours running every half every hour. Half hour. That's insane. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> it gets crazy. So like I, I explicitly remember me miming to him like, Mountains, because I wanted to sing the song "Miss Covered Mountain." Himi ne morena. It's a Gaelic song. Oh, I love the song. I'm like singing in my head now. Uh, I wish. Um, uh, I know. I wish I could remember it. Uh, I'm sure you'd remember it. Yeah, pretty maybe. quickly. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we were there and kind of like mouthing to each other, and I'm just like. I think I was really, really excited about this this easy sense of play, and he's just very charming and easy for me to get along with. And you know, it's it's interesting because I think he has at least it seems like perspective of other people. He's very much a personality where you know you need to get used to it, where yes. like your sense of humor is very dry or wry and kind of witty. I, I have learned that that is true, uh, but like I never found that. <laughs> myself and right. we like conversations to us usually float pretty easily so here's what i've learned about my sense of humor it was very much shaped by george the Carlin. pop culture especially george carlin <laughs> but all the pop culture that i absorbed while i was growing up and up to this point which of course on tv if somebody says like a sarcastic comment or like just dry humor Everybody just moves on right from there. Like, that was just a comment that happened. Everyone can laugh for a moment and move on. Right. And it never once occurred to me that that's not how things work in real life. Not and- for everybody. See, because as, for me, as, like, I'm not a sarcastic person. I, I, I feel so I feel like the majority of people are sarcastic. Uh, these days, I'd say you're right. And yeah. here's the thing. I didn't so realize cynicism. it. 
I didn't even realize <laughs> that there was something different about my sense of humor. Like I, I knew that sometimes I would have trouble like relating with people sometimes, but mm. it wasn't until our boss, Jeanette, brought it up to me, hey, uh, sometimes you can come off as kind of an arsehole. Like, she didn't say it just <laughs> like that, but that was the message. The and And I was just like, what? Wait, what? Really? Well, I, I thought I was just being charming, like those right. people on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean there's not a laugh track attached to what I'm doing right now? Like, I don't understand. You mean if I don't act sarcastic and really dry wit towards everybody, I won't become everyone's favorite character? I don't My know how blown. this works. <laughs> so, uh, it, was, it was interesting to me. But, of course, certain people do uh, react well to that kind of humor. And those are the people that I usually end up becoming very close to because mm. that's become just who I am. It's not, it, it's not anymore just a matter of mimicking what's on TV. That's just how I relate to people. Now. Right. And Pre preset scenarios. Exactly. I think you told a, a story, um, on the dead episode, the dead episode <laughs> about a coworker, like, Taking you out for drinks or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay so this, uh, I'm going to preface this yeah, very go, quickly because we need a little backstory, a little backstory um, before we get to this point. So, at the end, middle middle end of April, so after I'd been at the brew for almost a year, uh, I was having a really, really, really tough time mental health wise, and you know, wasn't really happy in my relationship. Um, of course had been attracted to Jay and worked with him like every single week, like without fail, every single Sunday, uh, mm-hmm. while we worked well together. Yeah. And was, Jeanette saw it. Yeah. And I like, I loved working Sundays and like, I knew that, you know, I kind of had a crush on Jay and I, I couldn't do anything about it because I was in a relationship with someone else. And then I had this whole mental health breakdown thing end of April uh, that culminated with myself and my partner moving to this apartment. So in Halifax, from Dartmouth to Halifax. That's right. You were, you were living in Dartmouth when you first got hired. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. And I hated it because my life was like completely run by the transit system, which was all gone to fuck because of the uh, Big Lift project. Yeah, let's just be real here. Halifax Transit sucks! Yeah. I mean, thank you, Halifax Transit, for getting Sarah safely to the yeah. apartment. Uh, but you suck. <laughs> you suck most of the time. There are a few okay situations. Yeah. But generally seeking, generally seeking. <laughs> I'm generally seeking better transit. <laughs> yes, we are generally seeking a better transit system. Nice yeah, segue. We'll drink. <laughs> yes. Uh, so so yeah. So I'm, I moved. To Halifax, just in time for us to start training period, which is what Jay is currently doing right now. Yeah, so that was spring training season, which yeah. is when we hire about hire. like it, this is when we hire as many people on as we can, like mm-hmm. almost as many people as apply usually, mm-hmm. and then we end up like I say, training twenty twenty five people all at once, some of whom know some of the stuff we're getting into, some of whom don't, and either way, there's a bunch of changes that need to be made. It, altogether, it's, it's uh, a, a time of 
extreme information passing mm-hmm. and for me and uh, Haley, the other supervisor, and Jeanette, our creative director, a time of very high stress. Yeah, I can imagine. And, like, extra stress because at, during this particular training period, we had just changed the tour completely. Yeah. So we were no longer doing historic tours. They completely re-updated <laughs> the brewery. They decided that they were going to actively use it to brew beer to like get into the craft brewing kind of side of things yeah so it was a totally new script now so even the returning hires and even me Mm -hmm. like i was the only supervisor at the time and this was my first time going through the script oh yeah catherine Catherine. was still on at that time at a certain point (laughs) i was the only supervisor on shift i remember and it was still me getting used to this script, but also teaching it to people. It like was I had wow. to act like I knew what I was talking about. Because you're it learning it too, but you're trying to also yeah. Teach people how to learn like it. I'm learning it, and then being like, "Oh, this is exactly how it is. This is how it must be all the time." And I absolutely know exactly what I'm talking about Confidence. at all times. You gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> so oh we were God. spending a lot of time together because mm-hmm. both learning new things. Uh, nine to five, Monday to Friday, like I'm spending more time with Jay than I was with my partner at the time. Uh, and like just more and more and more, I was just like, I cannot do this. Like, I am so unhappy. I see that I have feelings for this person and that I cannot deny. Right. Like I need to do something about this. And my friend Susanna, who also worked uh, with us at the brewery and had been hired on, like mm-hmm. she was kind of my sounding board and one day she was like, you just, like, it's very obvious that you are not happy with your partner. Like, you need to get the heck out. Something needs to change. So I came home one day, and it was brutal. <sighs> I came home one day, and I broke up with him. And I, like, I, I felt horrible because it, it was one of those situations where, you know, you still love and care for a person. But you know that your own happiness and your own mental health do need to come first yeah. and they mm-hmm. were not the right person for you to get you the proper mindset that you needed to be in it was it was not a healthy relationship so i ended it uh he quit his job the next day and then the day after that moved back to pei Holy where he was shit. from that's a that's a lot yeah. that's like going from it's just like one of those situations where your life gets turned upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because I had a breakup like that, too, where uh-huh. one day I was planning, like, a trip home for Christmas. I was buying him Christmas gifts. And then the next day I was like, oh, okay, I think I just lost the person that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. It's this, it's, it's just, it's you have horrible. no time to fucking process it. Because you're just like, well, I guess this is happening. What the fuck can I do? And, like, I didn't, well, I didn't do it to be malicious. Like, no, I, of course I, not. I felt so bad. I mean, you you saw what I went through for a while as I well, did. and it was brutal. And um, the thing is, if you, if you take too much time to figure out mm-hmm. what you need and like uh, figure out that you need to be away mm-hmm. from that person, that's not only not fair to you, that's not fair to the other person. Exactly. You, you're just wasting their time and abusing their feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, I probably could have done it in a much nicer way instead of coming home and just being like... I can't do this. Here's anymore. the thing: we <laughs> always like, say that like, there is no nice way it's to so do true. it. Like, what are you gonna do? Take them out for ice cream? <laughs> like, uh, this is your breakup ice cream. I mean, cream like Disney here. World. I could have offered <laughs> to Disney like World. stay at someone else's place. 
ruined like, Disney World forever. And he could have, like, packed his shit up because he didn't even get to do that, really. And, like, I felt really bad. He didn't want anything. So in the end, Did he try to fight anyway. for it? No. So did he kind of, was he kind of checked out, too? I, I, I mean, I don't know, I guess. I remember at one point, like, telling him I wanted, like, maybe taking a break would be a good idea. And he didn't want to do that. Right. I remember another time he asked me if I wanted to do, like, like an, not like an open relationship thing, but, like, have an open, quote-unquote, open relationship. I said no, and he was like, good, because if you said yes, I would have known you were cheating on me. And I was like, Wait, what? what? This was like a, like, this was two and a half years into our relationship. And, like, I do not cheat on people. I had an ex-boyfriend mm. cheat on me, and it fucked me up. Up oh, for a year. It fucks person. I was I was crazy ex girlfriend for, and I hate that term. <laughs> but, but like I was mm-hmm. crazy ex girlfriend for a solid year, and it was stupid. Yeah. And I also feel bad about that. Yeah. So I don't cheat on people because that level of disrespect for a person that you know, has mm. put a lot of time and effort into you and you've put a lot of time and effort into them. Mm-hmm. So disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just fucked. It's it's so important to you if you find yourself wandering mm-hmm. to be open mm-hmm. with yourself about it mm-hmm. and to that person you are with before mm-hmm. acting on those things. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that that is something that so many couples mm-hmm. <laughs> need to do is fucking talk. For real. Talk to each other. Communication is so important. The most key. Because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with maybe maybe your mind wanders a bit, maybe you want to fuck someone else, or like just but then talk about there's it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's how you do it and how you mm-hmm. deal with it that makes it wrong. Yeah. So you can either cheat and be a fucking asshole, mm-hmm. or you can try to like talk about that with your partner and figure something out. Maybe mm-hmm. who the fuck knows? I don't know. Yes. So anyway, so. I broke up with him. I told Jay that night, just mentioned it, and then I got to work the next day, and the kid was grinning. <laughs> Were you? Like, like, smiling? Not, like, not grinning, like, <laughs> ear to ear when I walked in the door, but, like, you could tell he had, like, a <gasps> an air about him, a little extra pep in his stem. Interesting. This is the first time and I'm hearing about this. Jay oh, is, like, no, it was so, so obvious. You wore a button up that day. You like, <laughs> <laughs> The minute the minute I the walked into up. the bar, oh the minute because I told him one day I'm like you look really good in button ups and you wore button ups for like a solid week after that and I was like you care about what I think. oh my god okay that's so okay cute. I don't know like you when people tell me when people tell me that I look good and stuff I wear the stuff like, yeah I don't know yeah <laughs> I, I feel like that's logical but <laughs> I want to know what was going on in your mind because I mean for were me, you like, a little bit like relieved I mean if, here's excited? the thing here's the thing. Um, before that whole breakup happened, like, there had been feelings on my end, and, uh, a lot of it, like, I, I do remember one specific, uh, uh, one specific instance, and, uh, we talked about this on the Dead episode, the, the last episode. <laughs> I love episode. that we're calling it that. <laughs> I like R. the R. Dead R. episode, it sounds so friggin' epic. Yeah. 
Um, there was uh, a point where I was uh, working in the retail store at Keith's, and uh, Kat was working a shift uh, on the tours. And I was As working Annie, with Annie, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, the, the, that was the person who interacted most directly with the store. And uh, she just came down and asked, like, hey, how many people are on the next tour or something like that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, fucking this number, whatever it is. And then when she walked away, uh, the person that I was working with at the time in the store, uh, this dude, he was just Carrie. like. Yeah, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, I was going to avoid saying the name, but okay. <laughs> Hey, Carrie. Carrie, you're awesome. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie is awesome. And Carrie. has a lovely fiancé right now. Yeah, Carrie and was a great guy. And two dogs that are so cute. Yeah. You know, Carrie's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were working there, and I always liked working with Carrie. And then, uh, you know, when she, uh, when Kat came to the store, and then she walked away, and he was just like, man, she is, like, really cute. And there's just this moment where Aww. I think that was when I first realized that what I what I had been feeling for her wasn't just the normal like ooh this is a person that fulfills all the things that I am attracted to <laughs> checks the boxes yeah that that was the moment where I was just like wait no yeah she really is like really cute wasn't yeah, like, also part of you kind of thinking and like be honest about this like when he was is Carrie a guy yes yeah Carrie's okay a guy. um like when he said she's cute. Was a part of you kind of like, back off, she's mine. <laughs> like, be honest, because I, like... No, like, at that some... happens sometimes, like, when they're single people. Yeah. Someone says something like, ooh, that person. And then in your head, you're thinking, oh, fuck, but I wanted to maybe pursue that. I'm like, no. now what do I do? Do at I say something? At some level, I think yes. I think yeah. there was a, a part of me that was just like, he thinks she's cute, but I think she's cute. But I have to get to her first. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, at, at the same time, like, consciously I knew that Carrie wasn't going to make a move on her because I think <laughs> he was in a relationship at the time. Oh, okay. That's he, he was fine. making an observation, and right. that observation helped me to come to terms with the observations I had personally made oh, right. and come to terms with a certain uh, feelings that I was having. So then getting back to uh, what we were talking about before, yeah. where there was one day when uh, Adam, it's who was actually, weeks after the yeah, a couple of weeks after the breakup, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was one of the uh, people who had been hired at the same time as Kat, who I had trained on the music. And, you know, they've been working together and they've been working with me for a few months at this point. And Adam had recently been made supervisor. Supervisor. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. So yeah. he was the same rank as me at that time. And uh, what happened was, uh, after a shift that we were both working, he was just like, hey, Jay, do you want to go to the bar for uh, just like a beer? Can I buy you a beer? And I was like, uh, yeah, okay, I've got nothing going, that's fine. And I, I didn't know what it was about, but then uh, when we got to the bar, he was just like, hey, man, I feel like maybe you don't like me that much, right. or like uh, like that we got off on the wrong foot or something. I just, I'm getting these like vibes off of you that maybe we're not getting along, and it Totally took me by surprise because, like I was saying earlier, my sense of humor doesn't necessarily come off as humor to some people. <laughs> and uh, I've even been told very recently sometimes my sarcasm just sounds like I'm just saying things. Right. And that's not good. <laughs> I don't told like you that? that. I can't remember who said it. Just like that's somebody, hilarious. one of the uh, returning hires just mentioned, like, sometimes I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or if you really believe what you're saying. <laughs> 
And uh, and when Adam oh brought God. that up with me, I was just like, dude, I am so sorry. I oh, didn't wow. mean to make you feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you're a great guy. I think you're like, uh, you've got all these great qualities and I, I definitely don't have anything against you. Right. So we ended up having a very frank discussion uh, about like uh, where we stood and like the different things. Like we, we got off on sort of a couple of tangents there and mm-hmm. just ended up having a very honest conversation. Mm-hmm. I fucking and, love that. Yeah. Like I had I th- two, maybe three beers. Years, I can't remember at this point. So tipsy. <laughs> yeah, so tipsy. Oh. And you know, it was just it was a very uh enlightening conversation and I'm very glad that we had it. And later that night, <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> later that night, uh Kat and I ended up going to the same uh, karaoke night at the yep. Fickle Frog, wasn't well, it? Cuz I had invited you over to work on lines. Yes, that was what happened. Because we wanted to memorize the new, like, tour script that we had. Because I was still working on it, even as I was teaching it to people. Right. So he came over... We, like, did a little bit of work until he was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Can I show you Jekyll, which is his favorite TV show? It's definitely one of my favorites. And you have it on USB at all times? Always. Yeah. 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 At this yeah. point, I have it in the, uh, the the external hard drive in the next room. Nice! Just <laughs> ready to go. Oh, so, uh, so, yeah. So, we watched that episode, and then we went to karaoke. Yeah. And, at by the way, showing, uh, showing someone Jekyll is basically my acid test of whether or not they are a compatible... Oh! Uh, mate oh, for me, I guess is the is the word I would use. It's very good. I think everyone has a show like that. Yeah, and like Doctor Who used to be my acid test, but even I was people that Doctor Who though. When yeah, you me, so. I knew that, and you know Doctor Who is very much all around accessible, right? Whereas Jekyll is very specifically like. If you're one kind of person, this is scary and weird. Yes. If you're another kind of person. This it's is kind of sexy. I love like, this it. This is intriguing and sexy. And That's cool. And just, I just want to say as well because he'd been telling me about Jekyll for a while, mm-hmm. and I've just just thought of this uh, before I actually watched the episode. And if you know Jay, you know that half of his language is quotes. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, minimum half. Like in a sentence, half of it is quoted and half of it is original thought. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing. No, <laughs> at all. And in my all. original thoughts I'm are the just same. I amalgams reference. of various quotes. <laughs> yeah, I reference Wayne's World way too much. Like, probably on a daily basis. <laughs> Party time. Yeah. Time. Excuse me, do you have any Grey Poupon? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> no, my favorite... Oh, there's so many. I, I, I could actually do a whole Wayne's... I've thought about doing an episode where I just... Me and my friend Kurt, who also loves Wayne's World, would just... Recreate Yes! Uh, Can I get in on this? It's amazing! I really (laughs) want to do it! Go on. Um, So, like, during training period, one day a whole bunch of us decided to go for all-you-can-eat sushi. (laughs) And we were sitting at the table, and Jay straight up recited an entire monologue from Jekyll. And I was sitting beside him, just like... Like, internally fanning, fanning myself. Uh-huh. I, I, Susanna, the same friend, at one point, like, afterwards, she was like, yeah, I saw you melt. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up an aisle five. It was so, so intense. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And then there's something about that, the actual that, episode, and it was phenomenal. Anyone who's passionate about anything? The best thing Stephen Moffat has ever done. It really oh. is. I'm gonna check it out. The only good things you've no, no, he's done some good things. I, I mean, uh, honestly, nice I, I like a lot of his Doctor Who episodes because I mean, Suck ma- it. Uh, no. here is. <laughs> 
I mean, Matt Smith was a really good doctor, and I feel like he played Stephen <sighs> Moffat's script as well as he could. Same with Peter Capaldi. Capaldi was just an amazing doctor. And uh, Stephen Moffat... No it just, Russell T. Davies. I know. Russell T. Davies brought Doctor Who back to life, and he was amazing. Stephen Moffat did the best he could, but Stephen Moffat does well with short arcs. Yeah. And Doctor Who was not about short arcs. What but did, Jekyll was a perfect short arc. Yes. What did you think of the Christopher... Eagleson? Eccleston. Oh, the only reason I know that is because he's a character in The Leftovers, which mm. The Leftovers is my Jekyll. Yeah. <laughs> that's the show that would be my acid. Did you say acid test? Yeah. Acid test, yeah. Because yeah. uh, that's a really weird show that not everyone can get down with. But if you can get down with The Leftovers, then you can probably get down with Mr. Robot, which is another one. Like, it just <laughs> opens up another world of shows. And But, like, he was on Leftovers. I know that he yeah. played Doctor Who. Uh, I feel yeah, like Arrested yeah, yeah. Development is mine. Yeah. That oh, one. that's a good one. Of course. I feel like Parks and Rec is yours. Ooh, you you were on yeah. me for fucking months to watch Parks and Rec. The only reason you watched Arrested Development before Parks and Rec is because Arrested Development was on Netflix. Truth. And Brooklyn Nine Nine, which Nine-Nine. got canceled by Fox, and, and the next revived. day picked up by NBC. Bless. So happy, Our suck it, Fox. So happy. Honestly, that is the right network for them. Yeah. What yeah. were they doing on Fox? Because I think they were at on NBC for a bit and then they switched to Fox. Yeah. And now they're back to NBC. And Fox. the guy I guess the guy at NBC came out being like, I regret it letting go of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, now it's my time right to get do. it back. I was like, Good. this is the best day ever. I somehow yeah. knew when um well, it got canceled that it yeah, someone it wasn't was gonna going be gone. To. Yeah. Yeah. It gave me my favorite substitute for that's what she said. Mm. Title of your sex day. Yeah. Best one. Uh, a good tell of your sex tape moment is, uh, I snapchatted out a picture of two McNuggets that were perfectly uh. intertwined. <laughs> they were perfectly intertwined to look like a yin-yang. And so I was like, McNugget, McNugget, uh, yin-yang. And uh, someone wrote back, that's disgustingly satisfying. And I was like, title of my sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, that's my sex tape. Actually, I have I have a good one too. <laughs> uh, recently, I put something up on my uh, wall on my Facebook wall that was basically just like uh, take a band name and reduce yeah. it a little bit, like make right. it so that it's not quite as important as it was. Mm-hmm. And somebody took five finger death punch and made it three finger discomfort poke, <laughs> and I was just like, title of your sex tape, three finger discomfort poke. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, I was very proud of myself. It actually got more likes and reactions than the The actual original post. Amazing. Uh, (laughs) It's all about the comments, yo. Yeah. But, um, yeah, getting back to the story we were telling... So, yeah, we uh, we went back, we practiced some script, I showed her the first episode of Jekyll, mm-hmm. she was into it, which, yes. uh, as she has made clear, she was kind of already into it, uh, which I... I was into you doing it. Which I was completely I oblivious to, being a straight white male, I'm completely <laughs> oblivious to anyone having feelings towards me. Second law of sexual dynamics, if you think a girl's into you, you are wrong. That's Until true. You're not. <laughs> but the, there, that's the I, thing. First law of sexual dynamics: the girl is right. Yeah, I mean, always. We, yeah. So you think I'm wrong, <laughs> therefore you're right. Well, no, I just feel like that can, can be bullshit sometimes. 
True. Because especially <laughs> when you're dealing with someone like me, yeah. who's like, I'm pretty. Fu- I'm not subtle. Like subtle is not my oh middle my God, name. What? Yeah, but you got to admit, a lot <laughs> of girls like are into that subtle game. Like, I'll mind. just be like, hey, I want to really want to fuck you, and then they're like, <laughs> good one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, oh, but seriously. Oh. Like, I, no, I've been, I've been that guy who's just been like, a girl says she wants to fuck me. She's gotta be, like, just kidding around. Oh, I, man! I don't know why anyone would think We all need some more confidence, I think. We honestly do. Uh, so what happened was, yeah, we, we practiced the script for a little bit. We watched an episode of Jekyll, and then we went to karaoke mm-hmm. down at the Fickle Frog. At Fickle Frog. Fickle Frog. Great karaoke. Which is not closed. Uh, no, I, And I do want to tell... Another quick tangent, yeah, because we did go on this tangent on the dead episode. Go, 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 go. That should be the hashtag is the dead episode. Hashtag dead episode. In fact, I kind of want to call this one the dead. Ep- but this is the alive revival. Episode. The revive. The revival Zombie of the rowdy realness. two. Done. Rowdy two revival. Rowdy. That's it. <laughs> um, Fickle Frog is a theme on many of my couples episodes. I've had three different couples episodes in which karaoke or the Fickle Frog has either brought that couple together or furthered their thing. Um, so the Fickle Frog is the place to go if you want to like find the love of your life, essentially. <laughs> Apparently. Like, that's just kind of how I feel. Can't it's be just, too fickle. It's the bar of my life. Like, it truly has like formed friendships and like it's just it's just it's like, a cor- it's like a cornerstone of your adult life yes i've definitely yeah. had a lot of interesting encounters there yeah i've gone to karaoke a couple times <laughs> i've gone to karaoke a lot of times and so when the fickle frog um th- there was rumors going around that it might be closing they had like a staff night where it was really cheap drinks and everyone went and it was cash only. It was just a goddamn shit show. Like, you walked in, it. and it was so packed. It was almost as if, literally, the world was ending, and, like, people were just like, fuck it, let's go drink. <laughs> um, Isn't that just Halifax on any given Thursday night? Pretty much. And even more now that patios are opening. <laughs> yeah. And I went in there being, like, thinking that my favorite bar was about to close, and... Just, I got so fucking emotional. I was, like, going up to, like, people that I know, like, regulars at the bar and just, like, hugging them. I And, like, I don't know if I'll ever get to bang in these bathrooms. I've always went to fuck in those bathrooms. And now they're not gonna... Oh, my God. You would get STIs I know, in those but it's bathrooms. so hot to me. I don't know what it is. There's no way Bathroom you can avoid getting it's an that STI grease. in those bathrooms. It's built-in lube. It's great. <laughs> but I was just so goddamn emotional because I love that. You wear that a goddamn bathroom. hazmat suit and you're still getting <laughs> Uh, you know what? If it was chlamydia, I would take that risk. And just, I would frog. just, I would just get them pills and just deal with it. Oh my God. <laughs> you do you. Jesus boo. Christ, that might have to be edited out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. The I say that a lot. It never happens. <laughs> the perfect occasion for every occasion. For every occasion. But you guys went. So you guys went to karaoke. Yeah, yeah we went to karaoke that night. You know, it was a good time. Yeah, and then uh, after uh, you know karaoke was on, I don't remember what we sang that night particularly. I, I imagine I don't think we drinks. sang anything. We didn't stay no? for too long. Uh, my friend Becca was there, so we sat in like mm-hmm. the main part of the bar uh, and had thunder mugs while Jay argued with somebody, and I sat there having <laughs> drinks. Okay, I feel like I should remember this. <laughs> Just a normal occurrence. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I uh, yeah. argue with a lot of people over a lot of shit. But we, but we didn't sing anything that night. No, because it was so packed in the back corner. But yeah. I think we I didn't even attempt to. Too. Yeah, it does. So we, we just did. we just hung out in the main part. Oh, fair enough. 
either way, when we uh, went home, basically, Cap, uh, uh, like I knew she, like we had just went to her place uh, before that, so I knew that she only lived a couple blocks away. And uh, he'd bike to my place I from had, his apartment. Yes, I had left my bike yeah. at her apartment. Sly boy. Which I don't know. Like I, I feel like. Oh that no! Was, it was my <laughs> suggestion. I, it was a little bit my idea and also mm. her idea and for me it was well, like you were, you it was a good pre- thing for me that she had suggested it because i was like oh well that was my plan all along so right because you were you were like prepared to take your bike with you i'm like no just leave it here i think i was i was prepared to but my to. plan oh my God, you was to bastard. leave it here <laughs> <laughs> so when we got back uh, of course you know i i walked her to the door i i came into the apartment just for a, a minute water Water, a glass of water. I I drink water constantly. Just That's like good, though. always That's water. If if not water, then whiskey mixed with water. So water. Um, yeah, the water with Enhanced. alcohol in it. And uh, just uh, when I was on my way out the door, you know, I had my my shoes and my coat on and everything, and I was about to leave. And then just before I leave, I left rather. Um, uh, there was a moment because I was feeling extremely honest and open because the of the conversation, conversation. I had had right, earlier that you're night in the mood. with Tangents. Adam. Yeah, exactly. With with the guy at the uh, at the bar. And of course, at that time like f- that conversation, if we hadn't been honest and open, mm-hmm. then things could have gotten worse. And for me, right. I was just in the in the mood like, you know what? Being honest and open is exactly what I need to do right now. Yeah. So, before I left, I basically turned around and was just like, "Hey, listen. You're like really cute." Aww. Like you put cute to shame Aww. and i know you just got out of a relationship but i would really like to maybe hang out and see maybe if there's something between us right and then she asked if she could kiss me and i said yes and we kissed and, and then, then i grabbed my butt i grabbed her you butt gra- and then i left on the first <laughs> kiss you grabbed the butt have he you seen her, her butt you do got a nice butt. It's an amazing butt. Sorry, I just turned this way. Nice butt. It's a great butt. See, this is not a visual. Those podcast. are good pants for that butt too. Yo- yoga pants or worker pants? Mm-hmm. Cannot. Mm-hmm. You, you do not go wrong mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> How was the first kiss? What was it? What was that like? Maybe a little awkward, but you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, here's the thing: when after, you're, when after you're... the first kiss. Uh, I was just like, all right, we're going to work on that. <laughs> That's so honest and awesome. Because it was, was kind of like tight-lipped, like a little dry. Okay. I think he was a little nervous. And also, here's the thing. Whenever you get into kissing a, a different. first kiss with someone, yeah, you don't know their how they kissing like style kiss. is going to be adjusted to the last person you kissed. That's very true. And uh, my girlfriend that I had before kisses very differently from the way that Kat kisses. Okay. And uh, like... Neither one is they're wrong just, or just bad. They're just different. Exactly. <laughs> it's like everybody has different needs. That's, that's all the it thing. Is. It's I don't. I don't always. Well, I mean, with the exception of some, but like I wouldn't always say that someone's a bad kisser. It's just kissing styles need to mesh. I mean, definitely some people are bad kissers. That's true. I am a good kisser. You are. I don't know what I am. <laughs> would you say otherwise? I should send. If you were a bad kisser, I would not be here. I'm a good kisser. Yeah, <laughs> that I I don't know. I've never been told one way or another. I mean, I'll should kiss I you a, if you want to find. I mean, out. Yeah, we can definitely oh, experiment. Hey! <laughs> I got <a> curious. <laughs> Come here. Come here. Should we do it? I will tell you. Come here. <laughs> Either no and pressure, or both no of pressure. us are down. If no you pressure. are. <laughs> 
I'm, I kind of want to send a mass text out to like, <laughs> like, I, like I, I'm just like live Instagram I... video, live Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck would I message that would be honest? That's that the thing hilarious. I don't know. Oh, I know someone who would. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him right now. And I, I uh, good kisser. Yes. Podcast topic. Uh, Need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast tangent. Respond ASAP. Respond ASAP. And we will update you all with the answer when it arrives. Um, That's hilarious. We'll see if I get a response from that. I mean, I'm assuming if if, if you come back for more, then I'm probably okay. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, yeah. my butt grabbing oh. is noticeable. He said yes. Oh, hey. Yay. Immediate Perfect. yes. Thank you. <laughs> I kind of also want to write, I almost just made out with a girl. (laughs) And I almost got to watch. (laughs) But man, that's so, that's so, that's so cool that like having that talk with your coworker, like just put you in the mood to just be like, I'm going to go balls out Mm -hmm. and tell people how I feel. Not on the first date though. Like balls out? No. No. (laughs) My balls stayed in. Couple dates. Yeah. Well, hey. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's because it was interesting. The, that night we made plans to kind of hang out the next day. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't happen because he he met me at work. Uh, we were gonna hang out when I got off work, and while I was at work, my ex boyfriend had sent me a bunch of really shitty messages. Like one where he told me that I'd made him. Uh, I feel like the last three li- years of his life had been a joke. Uh, and I'm just like, no, if you feel that way, that's not on me. That no. is on yourself. Absolutely. That's uh, how you choose so. to think about it, really. Right? So, like, I was in a super shitty mood. And I'm just like, I would love to hang out with Jay right now, but I feel really guilty. Because right. I was still feeling really guilty at this point. Mm-hmm. And, like, even then, I, like, he would sometimes send me messages and say, like, about how, like, he heard that Jay and I were hanging um, out and, like, all this shit. And I was like, how the fuck did you find out? Does he have spies? Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was really, really unfortunate. It could but... have been a mole at Keith's. Yeah, really, though. He that's... didn't know anyone. But I get that, like, you wanna, you don't wanna miss any chances. No. But then you're also still grieving that past relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, I mean, like you said, it was, uh, better three years of my life mm-hmm. that's a long time it was a long time mm-hmm. so um, but there was throwing... no overlap and that's that's no, the key that's here the important thing is that there wasn't like you realized that you weren't happy mm-hmm. um the the feelings for him were kind of in addition to that mm-hmm. but you realized you weren't and you got you got out mm-hmm. and it's like I mean I'm not gonna lie it does suck yeah. when someone moves on quickly after you it it does yeah but like you will get over it in time and you and with time you will realize mm-hmm. we just weren't right for each other and like if someone mm-hmm. finds the person that's right for them and the timing is just off like that's unfortunate but there's nothing yeah. really wrong with that no you know what I mean like and we didn't really we didn't even start dating. Right. Until like a half six year months later. after. Oh, really? Fact. Yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, that's you know, right. There were some discreet. We around. were boning. Yeah, <laughs> we, we definitely we were. Uh, and we, we kept. Bone! Uh, admittedly. Bone! <laughs> That's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference for the people listening. Thank you, NBC. Nine-Nine! 
Thank you, NBC. Nine, nine. Nine, nine! Uh, yeah, Terry Crews is amazing, by the way. Um, but yeah, there were there were a few months there where, you know, we were sort of just seeing each other discreetly. Yes. And uh, that was partially because, you know, we were working together and we and didn't want to make things... And he was my supervisor. Them, I was, yeah, I was technically her supervisor and we didn't want to make things complicated at work. And also, partially we were doing it because it was really fucking hot that way. Right. Like, it the, is. It's really fun to sneak like, around. The and secrecy all, yeah. is just... It, hot? It gets you. <laughs> I mean, on top of that as well, I feel like you, you also... I mean, like, I feel like I was in a headspace where I was just like, I want to date this person a lot sooner than you were. That may be true, yeah. I mean... Because I feel like you you need time to, like, get comfortable and know that you want to invest time and effort into a person. Yeah. Because it felt that way. Yeah, I'd say that's true. Uh, Here's the thing. I recently... Uh, somewhat recently, I guess it would be uh, in the last one or two years now. Mm-hmm. I have basically no sense of time anymore. <laughs> what um, is time? <laughs> exactly. What construct. the fuck is it? I, I watched Doctor Who. Time is wibbly wobbly. Time and wimey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get rid of daylight savings. <laughs> but basically, uh, fairly recently, I, I found out a term demisexual. Oh, yes. Which is that you uh, can only, or that you are only attracted to people who you already. Uh, are basically friends with that uh, you have like gotten to know and you trust them and the things like I, I don't know the technical terms that would define it but uh, a friend of mine uh, told me that she identifies as uh, demisexual and when I first heard it I was just like wait, wait that's a that's a thing that you can be mm-hmm. and the more I thought about it, the more I th- I kept on thinking like this makes the most sense to me Interesting. of anything like any identity that I've heard yet because uh-huh. for me like I've 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 been in a few relationships and I've you know hooked up with a fair number of people and for me the ones that meant the most to me were the ones where I was friends first and then lovers right because I already knew the person I already knew that I could get along with them mm-hmm. that we could coexist no, yeah, so no, no, keep going. Sorry. Well, it was just the same thing with Kat. Like, we got to know each other at work first, and then, you know, we would hang out occasionally outside of work. Mm-hmm. And then when a breakup happened, for me, that was like a door opening. Right. Like, the door was closed while she was in the relationship. That was just no yeah. option, no question. Yeah. And then as soon as the relationship was over, it was like the door creaked open just a little bit. You can bond with her now. You can I, feel free to bond with her now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, when it was also at the same time that we were, like, working on a new script together. So I needed help. Right. And she needed help. And we could help each other. Mm-hmm. And I think just the culmination of all those factors really uh, came together. And uh, In a sexy way. In a very sexy way. Super sexy. With butts. <laughs> Her butt mostly. That's it's so fascinating to me the demisexuality thing, because great butt. <laughs> say so. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I just want to note that I'm not showing my butt at all. No, it's just us. I'm not joining that train because I know I don't have Our a good butt. Our pants are on. We're just we're just turning around and giving everybody our best uh, best angle. It's Join interesting that you talk about demisexuality though, because I had my friend Tris on. I love Tris, who's also a nine to five. Yes. And so good. we were talking about the demisexuality thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
It's just interesting to me, the idea of labels, because people have a kind of love-hate relationship with the idea of all these labels. And it's Mm -hmm. like, these things have always existed. It's just, we have names for them now. So you, whether or not you want to hop on that label is up to you. Exactly. Um, Like, I kind of feel like I'm the same way as you, but I don't think I would call myself demisexual. It's it's all about... You know how you feel most comfortable. Yeah. It's how you want to. If you don't want to identify by anything, then that you don't have. That to. was an accidental bell ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, then don't. But if you yeah. do, if that makes you feel like the person that you want to be, then fuck. There's it a comfort and a sense of unity in it, yeah. of knowing like, okay, I'm I mean, I'm not a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a weirdo. There's but other people like me. Sweet. For me, I was comfortable with just the straight label. Right. And I still am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, for me, straight doesn't even make sense anymore. The more that I find out, the more that I learn about uh, sexuality and humanity, for that matter, the less that, like, straight, I feel like, doesn't quite apply to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody, first of all, sexuality is a spectrum. Big time. And, uh, like, maybe some people are 100% straight, 100% gay, something like that. But I feel like most people fall somewhere in that gray area in between. Yes. And secondly, like, me saying that I maybe identify with uh, demisexuality mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily preclude me being straight. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like even my straightness could be called into question because I've had those moments of like, you know, I'll I'll you, check out butts. Yeah, like, I'll check out very, butts. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a female butt. I will check out a butt. You are and very appreciative of when somebody has a quality or qualities that you find appealing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Regardless of gender, regardless of how they identify. And that's, yeah. that's an excellent quality. Exactly. And mind you, I do find myself only having romantic or sexual feelings towards... Uh, people identify w- as female. Yeah, women or female-bodied people. Right. And that's... I. I don't know if that how much of that has to do with just like uh, the the way that I was brought up or the uh, exposure I've had to certain aspects of uh, culture of our pop culture and uh, just general culture. Uh, but for me, it's never been as simple as I'm straight, I'm gay, I'm bi, whatever. Right? Like it's so much more complicated than that. So complicated. Oh, I love you. Keep questioning everything. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but that it's, actually it's were, very refreshing uh, to hear people talk about this honestly. Yeah, it, well, we need to talk about it honestly. Here's the thing: one of my favorite George Carlin quotes, and we talked about my obsession with George Carlin earlier. Like favorite comedian of all time, really shaped a lot of my political views and my uh, views on honestly humanity in general. And one of my favorite quotes of his was that uh, kids don't need to be taught how to read. Kids who want to read are going to read. Kids who want to learn how to read are going to learn to read. Kids should be taught to question what they read. Kids right. need to be taught to question everything. Critical thinking. Yeah, because if you don't question what you read, then you're just going to believe everything. It's yeah. the same thing like if you if you don't uh, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall oh, for, for anything. everything. I love that quote. Yeah, it's a great one. And with that, I'm going to finish my drink I'll and say, go get I a new one. I also need another drink. Ooh, yeah, drink break. Is she empty? Can you guys fill me up a little bit? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Where did we leave off? We left off with the first kiss. So, yeah, we left off with essentially our origin story. Right. Yeah. And how did you... So you said that you did the kind of 
sneaking around thing for like six months or so because you work together did it just naturally form into we're bf and gf now what what happened was uh we you know i had mentioned to him that i was interested yeah she i wouldn't be opposed to being in a relationship she brought it up first and uh, you know i had thought of it at that time but um at this stage of my life i'm not rushing into relationships anymore and I've done that before, and what I've noticed that rushing into it could have impacted the relationship that I had negatively. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to rush into it, but at the same time, we were more or less acting like boyfriend and girlfriend. Right, at the very least, just in that after either of our shifts, it would just be like, your place or mine. <laughs> yeah. You know? So that's amazing. <laughs> so at a certain point, I, I don't even remember whose place. It must have been your place we were coming from because we went to the Blue Nose, the, the Blue Nose Two Diner up on yes, um, uh, is that Granville Street? It's or? Granville and Hollis. Granville and Hollis, yeah. And uh, we were eating breakfast, and basically she had brought it up before, and she brought it up again. Hey, so like, our, I yeah, because he had said, "Ask me again sometime when I'm fed and sober." Yeah, because so you were like, "I'm on it." <laughs> we went, and I'm like, "There, I bought you breakfast. You're sober. Let's talk." I love it. And I believe it was uh, the like we talked for, about it for like five minutes. Yeah, and then I took are you my... are we really sure we want to do this? I'm, yeah. yeah, I guess. And I took my phone out and changed my relationship <gasps> status. <laughs> Romance in a modern oh my era. God. Facebook time. That's how you make it official. That's I just really, how it is. I really like... Oh, so I have a question. Yeah. When you were being, quote unquote, sneaky... <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you, more people picked up on I it. I was just going to say, thought. did people pick up on it or did... Well, we had some co-workers be like, I knew it, or like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, finally, things like that. My... I had a couple of co-workers who knew. So, Susanna, who I mentioned previously. <laughs> uh, my friend Naomi... Uh, I mentioned to my friend Amelia that I had a little bit of a crush on Jay at one point. All three of them worked at the brewery. And I think at one point I might have told Catherine. I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Here's the thing, though. Something that I just learned, like, last week. Oh, my God, what? Uh, I was I was talking to Jeanette, which mm-hmm. is the creative director, like, the basically the head honcho for the brewery tours. And uh, I can't remember how it came up, but basically, like, it came up that... Uh, I was just, she was just like, when did you two start dating? And I was just like, you know, we, we started dating at this time, but then, uh, you know, we had been sort of like seeing each other for a little while before that. And she was just like, like, well, she was working here, right? And I was Uh-oh. like, yeah. And she was just like, because I remember like seeing you two working together and just being like, when are they going to start dating? Aww. And I was like, oh my God, that's that's really cute. Oh, Jeanette. We probably were sort of dating when you <laughs> thought that. <laughs> did, did, how long did you wait? How long did you wait until you banged? Uh, from the first kiss, about two weeks. That's a long time, actually. Which there I thought- was, uh, I, I think I, I had been sort of uh, pushing before that, and she had pushed back, and yeah. I had relented. You were very good about it. You weren't like... You weren't, like, super pushy at I, all. I, Good. I, I was trying to maintain forward momentum, but at no time did I want to overstep my bounds. Oh my That's God, good. That's so sweet. Guys, and, we have a non-entitled male in the room right now. 
It's it it's this is refreshing <laughs> as shit. I mean, I, I'm a straight white dude, so I think I'm pretty much as entitled as it gets. <laughs> you are privileged. Privileged. Okay. You're fair not enough, entitled. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm. There yeah. is a big difference. I, I, I try to keep my privilege in check. It's great. That's and then and then you moved in together. How long? Almost a year ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I moved out of my old apartment in uh, June. between June and July. Mm-hmm. So uh, it would have been about July 1st that I would have had all my stuff in here. Right. But uh, closer to the beginning of June. So uh, we had been officially dating for maybe half a year, three quarters of a year before that. And I mean, I do do consider like the beginning of like our quote unquote dating period sometime in like early-ish August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm, there was, we went to, he took me to the carnival. That was your definition oh, of our first gosh. date. That, like, that to me was our first date. And I see that. Like, he won that. me stupid stuff shit. You He bought me Smokey the Chip. Oh my god, that's so cute. I'm holding up a, or won uh, me it. a sort of, uh, It's plushy. a long wiener chimp that you put in front of the door to block drafts. Yeah, and when we say uh, wiener chimp, it's basically like a dachshund, but it's a chimp. It's a and monkey. also, I love that it's to block drafts, but we know what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. It's currently meat spinning, Smokey the Chip. Helicopter, thank you. Meat spinning. I highly regret not making this a visual podcast. Like, multiple times tonight, like, all the butts and that, I'm like... People missing out need to start getting, (laughs) need to start recording these. Okay, but because, but because it is a podcast, I am very, very comfortably wearing yoga pants a hoodie, and the hair that I put into a bun last night before I went to bed. Me so, too. Like, it bun's on point, though. It's because of the built-in frizz, everything looks like a messy <laughs> bun. It's great. Oh, man. And what's, so, yeah. what so was living about? together like? Did you guys transition into living together, like, pretty well? Or, like... Well, I found out that between the two of us, I'm kind of the neat one. Yeah. But we, we knew before moving Swear. in with each other, while, while we were still, like... Before we were dating, uh, we while well, we were banging, banging, <laughs> uh, we oh, we knew that it was going to be, you know, not a, a clean apartment because I mean he doesn't like doing dishes and I don't like doing dishes. And it's the all fucking worst. It's but the fucking it's, worst. And we've is, n- neither of us have ever lived in an apartment with a fucking dishwasher. I love dishwashers. <laughs> I'm dishwashers so are dishwashers. the most underappreciated piece of technology that will, has ever existed. I will take that power bill hike if I do not uh, have to do dishes. Yeah, it's the worst. Um, but like, I I'm definitely the messier of the two. <laughs> you know Which what's weird. If those who know me know that that is a fucking statement. I'm very but messy. It's interesting to me because I have a lot of kind of no, I'm lazy. I have a lot of guy friends and a lot of girlfriends, yeah. and a lot of times guys are actually neater than girls. I mean, for me, there's it, a lot of females that I know that are not that neat. Like, we might not be slobs. It's because but, like, I'm, I'm such one a of them too. Genius. Yeah. Uh, for me, the I'm only thing, the only <laughs> thing that really makes me quote unquote neater than Cat is the fact that I like when I take a dish from the kitchen to another room. 
I will remember to bring it back to the kitchen when I'm done with it. And I remember to bring it back to the kitchen, but I'm also bringing, like, an additional plane, like, three cups and a mug. Which were left in the living room for, like, two weeks before that. stockpile them. Stockpiling is not good. That's not the name of the game. I I'm with I relate to Kat more. Thank you. Yes. I also live don't alone. Don't the bell for that. Don't, I also don't live alone. Smirch the bell. No. <laughs> but the thing yes. is, I live alone and I have no one to impress, so it's even worse. Okay, well, that's I one thing. I live with thing. him and I don't need to. No, I probably still need to impress you a little bit. I would appreciate you taking a dish back. I do. <laughs> Immediately after using it. Sometimes. Yeah. I find I feel like. <laughs> It's better to live with an ex- a significant other than, like, a general roommate. I would agree. Because even... Because do you find the little household fights, like, just they're just easier with a significant other, I find. I mean, if you can... You can yell at a roommate for whatever you like, but if you do that, like, before you yell at a significant other, you have to think, okay, how much sex am I willing to lose <laughs> over this issue? Yep, that's very true. What? What but is also this not true for me because I would never do that. This could be like four blowjobs and two all the ways. I don't know. <laughs> two I all the ways. Love that. All the ways. Where are we from the eighties right I, now? Like I what's went very high school. Four all of a sudden, <laughs> you guys going steady home or base. what? He gave me his pin <laughs> or his school ring. Oh I gave God. you my homecoming jacket. <laughs> Yeah, but I oh asked you the Sally Hawkins dance, so there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving out a huge thing about you guys, which what? is that you do music together yeah. now. Yeah. This We need to talk all about this. I mean, it, it was like... The a, Rowdy too. Yeah, It was like we talked about earlier. One of the first things I knew about Kat was that she was musical very... Uh, much in the same way that I am, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, that that was a very that was very much a foundation of our building of our friendship and subsequently our relationship. Yeah, and, and yeah, because I know yeah. that same thing. Knowing that I'm, you know, I get to collaborate or so with like someone who I believe is on a same level with a lot of the music that we do, and honestly, above in many situations as well. Oh. It's, well, I mean, you are fabulous at picking up literally any instrument it feels. <laughs> and within, like, five or ten minutes of just noodling, you've got something figured out. Wow. I mean, He's fairness. done that with both my with my ukulele. First of oh. all, he did that. The, the night that we kissed. Yeah. The ukulele was sitting in my room. Uh, and he just picked up the ukulele and within a few minutes had, like... Z- basic little strumming chord pattern that that's amazing i couldn't even do and i've been working on it (laughs) (laughs) no but it's you know that that level of adaptability and creativity and just an innate knowledge of how music works that's so cool it's so cool and it must be so nice to like speak the same language it, that's with each other i was actually just about to say just that like music is basically just like a language right because not only does it have very uh specific rules yeah. but it's also universal right in that yeah. like of course different cultures have different uh, styles of music and different uh, rules for music but in the end when you hear a song you know what you're listening to yeah yeah Oh, and yeah, yeah it, it it very much is a, a great way 
to connect to people and I, I think it's probably become my go-to method of connecting to people mm-hmm. if that's why that doesn't sound too terribly depressing <laughs> <laughs> no but it, it's the best way really it, it is like, do you remember sense. the days yeah do you remember the days of facebook when you would put song lyrics as how you were feeling oh yeah i actually still do I oh, yeah. my MSN, like my MSN Fucking signature was like a line from the most emo song I was listening to at the time. Yeah, and that was. always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, you put all those like random characters around either side of it, like the uh, squiggly line, oh and then God. the, the oh, yeah. high up little pixely thing, and then a slightly lower pixely thing, and make it look like falling snow. Oh my God! You know what the fuck I'm back. talking about? Yes. Can we bring? I want to bring back the art of the. Very personal status. I feel like it's gone now. <laughs> I feel like Facebook is all new. <laughs> that's the new like bio. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, in a way, at least I, I feel like it had its place, and now we I've outgrown on. it, and I feel like we as a culture have outgrown it. That's true. I Which, think we should, we should all migrate back to MySpace, though. I yeah. would love that. Remember, I mean, like, you would pick a song to play, like, when people... Yeah! I want a song player on my Facebook. That and you can hide it so that motherfuckers couldn't even find it to turn oh, it off. And you so had your, much. like, top... Was it, like, top ten? Or yeah. top... Top eight? Seven. Yeah, you, was you it top eight? The, top, uh, top ten. Top eight. Ooh, ooh, ooh Google will Got tell us. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Top or was eight. it, like... Was it another random number, like, top... Yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna find out real quick. <laughs> it was top eight. It was top eight it was for top sure. Eight. Let's see. So MySpace. No, no. I just quoted white and nerdy. It was definitely top yeah, eight pages. Top eight spaces. <laughs> <laughs> my MySpace t- page is tall. Totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I'm oh! a of a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. Oh, nice. top eight. Could you guys pick your top eight friends right now? Uh, for MySpace, Jesus, like- no. <laughs> From now? Well, first of all, do they also have MySpace? Every, in this world, we all have MySpace. <laughs> it's a uh, MySpace Jesus. world. Okay, so... Okay, well, you go first, you go first. Okay, so, I mean, Jay, Jay would be a Number definite. One. Obviously. Uh, I would so hard if you didn't put him in. <laughs> <laughs> all of her work friends, and I'm just, like, number nine. <laughs> top ten, I, but I not top totally eight. I forgot. <laughs> These people mean something to me. You're just a dick. <laughs> I just live with you. The D? You're just a living room. Not D. <laughs> uh, okay, so it'd be Jay, uh, Shannon, Crystal, Heather. It's top four. I don't really think that there's a ranking in the top eight. It's just your turn. Like, my parents, my parents, my brother, and Ricky. Ricky, good choice, good choice. Old roommate. And like one of my old, old friends. I love yeah, him so He's much. a great guy. Um, <laughs> for me, okay, Kat. Hey. Obviously. Thanks for leaving me out. Hey, not only significant other, but also like so many things that I find online, I share with you over Messenger immediately. Like I, I don't share it on Facebook and then like tag you in it I will just sh- share it with yeah, you same Aww. so that is our level of connection Aww. for me I there want it that <laughs> it's, it's great when you find it mostly it's dogs and cats like, like a lot of cute dogs and cats so many so cat is first um, mm-hmm. I would say my mom and my sister would be second and third because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I talk with them a lot especially online mm-hmm. uh, my dad 
generally isn't online except through my mom. Uh, and then the other five would have to be my D&D group. So uh, yeah, Emma, Chad, Nico, Brad, and Hannah. Mm-hmm. So those five are, are my peeps. That's so and that's cool. that's all eight. We yeah, need to bring MySpace fair. back. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it's good where it is. Wait, <laughs> I miss, I miss is it gone? I mean, no, it's, it's basically just a music website right oh, now. Okay. Like, people can, like, use it for putting up their band stuff and putting up so music. it's like a SoundCloud. Yeah, basically. No one uses mm. as much. I miss Pixo. That was my Oh, favorite. my God, Pixo! Uh, I had so many websites. Holy Do you remember GeoCities? Angel Fire? No. Yahoo GeoCities web pages. And Angel Fire. Angel Fire. I remember Angel Fire, too. I don't too. remember Angel Fire. It was basically just like it you know, create your own website shit, but, and of course they wouldn't give you any instructions or anything. Just like here are the tools that you have. Have fun. Yeah, it, and it's just so, essentially text and text boxes. Yeah, text and, and like links. clip art. Yeah, clip it was art. all just clip art and text, Amazing. and it was so bad. I remember trying to make a website, but I didn't have any ideas for content. I just wanted <laughs> to make a website. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have anything. All of my friends have websites. Do you guys remember Live Journal? I, I never, never went had, on it. Oh, yeah. I was so into it. Comzy Starseed oh, was my name. Oh, I had um <laughs> that's, that's so good. I had the goth <laughs> version of Live Journal though. Like The Goth version? Fucking what is it called? Uh Tumblr? Pre <laughs> 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 Tumblr, well done, well done. But it was pre Tumblr. <laughs> No, I no. Just feel like that's vampire, what it is. It was, a, website. it was like vampire or goth, mm. very specific like blog I think I website. What you're talking about, yeah. It was like late high school for me, like just after graduating high DeviantArt? school, maybe. No, no I, I was definitely on DeviantArt. Don't get me I wrong. Still. Oh my god, I, I still have a DeviantArt. I haven't checked it in fucking years. I had one for photography and one for uh, yeah. just drawings and shit. And mine was all drawings and also. Did you uh, put any of your writing up? A little bit of it. None of my Jadarendir stuff. Mm. None, none of my main story stuff is what I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, what was it called? That's going to drive me insane. Should I just Google goth MySpace and see what happens? <laughs> goth, yeah, MySpace or Live Journal or something. Because I feel like I've like seen MySpace, pictures that like had them. Like the Vampire MySpace. Freaks? Vampire Freaks! It that came up as fucking. I nice. literally Googled goth. My, goth MySpace and it's the first one. Vampire, Vampire Freaks. I was totally on that. There are SEOs the on point. from that website that had like Vampire Freaks in the bottom right hand corner. Yeah. So a lot of people like when they started being on Facebook like their very first profile picture and in the bottom right hand or left hand corner whatever says Vampire Freaks. That is yeah. so funny. What yeah. a throwback. Wow. Man like I, I, I couldn't even remember the name of that website but at the time for me that was just like that, that was my land. That was my peeps. Oh, I love like, that. I would go on there. I, I had like three different metal songs like in a loop playing on my page oh my or something God. like that. I miss the days of putting things out there passive aggressively because you just couldn't communicate with like you would just put statuses or like stuff up and like but you wouldn't tell that person, but you yeah. would put it in your like live journal entry or something. Yeah. Just hoping that they still... would see it. Yeah, that never happens anymore. <laughs> I do that all the time, though. Like, there are things that I want to post. Yep. And I'm just like, ah. But I yeah. don't want anyone that I know to see that I'm writing it. Like, I just want to throw it into the void. That, and, like, I do it all the time. Let yeah. out my frustration. But, like, yeah. Yeah, Facebook Tumblr, does its job too well. I well. to do that. Like, I know people or people I know have my Tumblr. And I'm like, oh, I don't really want them to, like, ask me questions and see if I'm feeling okay. Like, I just want to just let it air out. It's funny. 
the different social media platforms and like yes. figuring out figuring out where to put what message because there's 100% things that I cannot put on Facebook because but you can put on Twitter but <laughs> Twitter is like I remember that there was an analogy that was talking about social media as like a high school hmm. and I forget what they said Facebook was but it was like Twitter is the people smoking out in the back like talking and like I'm like I like that more like I don't use Twitter as much, but whenever there's something that I'm thinking might be too controversial for Facebook, I put, put it on, on Twitter. Twitter. For me, I, I like Facebook because I have the option to just sit back and watch. Yeah. I can just, like, watch all the chaos happen if I want. I do love when that happens. And then occasionally just poke, like, you know, maybe you should rethink your position on this. And then watch the fireworks happen. Mm-hmm. It's great. Snowflakes, snowflakes, libtards, cucks, cucks, snowflakes, snowflakes. Yeah, why did cucks make a comeback? Like, what the cucks? fuck is that about? I have no idea. Like, it means, like, cuck, like a cuckold. Like, right. are you saying you're sleeping with all of the left's wives or something? I thought it was just you wanted to see your girlfriend get banged by someone else. Uh, that's if you are a cuckold, but if you're calling someone a cuck... Oh, interesting. Then I guess yeah, that's that a would weird... mean that you're saying Their that wife they're... is cheating on them. Yeah, so, oh. uh, so liberal cucks would be all liberals are being cuckolded? I don't fucking weird. know. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. It's but the same as Snowflake. Like, with Snowflake, they're taking a, a term like that was first coined in Fight Club... Uh, Chuck Polignac or whatever, however yeah. you pronounce his name, a book written by a gay man about the dangers of toxic masculinity. Uh-huh. And you're calling people snowflakes like that is going to help enhance your message? Weird. Are fun. No. People are fun and fucked up, let me tell you. But back to the music thing. Oh my god, right. <laughs> right. Um, That's what we were talking about. Where, when did you get the idea to do a, essentially like a, I guess a web series? Is that what you would call it? A web series? Web? Uh, I would say uh, web? just an on, uh, like an I mean, internet YouTube presence. Internet, to do these songs on the fly. Oh yeah. Tell, <laughs> let's, I want to know all about this. Well that, I mean, obviously when... We started working together at the Alexander Keith's Brewery. Mm. Uh, a big part of that job is music. So mm. when I started, it was very, very simple. Just a guitar, potentially a boron, uh, and then vocals. Yeah. And it's mm. it was fabulous. It was simple. but yeah. Three parts maximum. And I always, I always loved working with Jay because I knew that I would have guitar backup, which is always... Lovely, like I have no qualms singing a cappella, and most of the people at least back then didn't yeah. either. And uh, but I can't. Guitar is always lovely. I can't speak highly enough for Keith's Brewery for developing my guitar game, because like mm. when I first signed on, I was very like I had maybe three years of guitar experience, but I still considered myself a drummer. Right. And then I got on as a tour actor at Keith's and I started playing guitar like every shift that I was working. And then eventually it was just like, you know what? I'm not a drummer who plays guitar anymore. I am a guitarist as well as a drummer. Right. And that was a real turning point for me. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Ow. Ooh, that was a so, big snap. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's where it started. Right. Uh,. And then flash forward to us uh, before we started dating. I think we were over at his place and, you know, he'd introduced me to his favorite band, Coed and Cambria. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. 
and he'd mentioned, you know, we should learn this song, which was called Mother Superior. Uh, so, you know, we learned it. It's tough. It is so good. The harmonies are just amazing. Is that the song that you sang on the Dead episode? I think we might have. Because it was the one I think I downloaded on Spotify, like, the next day. (laughs) I couldn't get it out of my fucking head. (laughs) You you messaged us about that. Yeah, I was like, Thank you for introducing me to this. I love this. So we learned that, and, you know, the started learning more songs together we uh when we went to pei like every year his family Mm. and a whole bunch of friends have this whole it's like a week of just beach music and beers and it's so fun all the best things in life the the moments in which i am sober and awake can be measured in minutes yeah it's Mm. amazing it was a a glorious week. week Wow. Um, and so one of the big things is, I mean, they'll sit out at the beach every day and there are always instruments yep. and there's always music playing. Yeah. And it's if, if one person's not playing guitar and leading songs, someone else is taking over and like it just nonstop. And they have this yep. big concert at the end of the week where and, Bruce yep. and Jay and a couple other uh, folks who go every week will have this big concert and people get up and perform it's like that's, that's we did so a, cool. we did a couple songs for that and and we have a rule too on PEI oh yeah the same song cannot be played twice in one week oh so that is something that has been uh, sort of been my dad that. has been pioneering week. that rule mm-hmm. in the last few years because you know so we don't get like, 10,000 wagon wheels exactly <laughs> play wagon wheels yeah we no. there are certain songs I believe we discussed this in <laughs> our first episode that the people who play them are just like are you seriously requesting that shit right now yeah for, for me it's it's uh, the Sweet Caroline Wagon Wheel is definitely one of the other ones for some people and what was that a couple of weeks ago at your show you guys played Wagon Wheel and Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline back to back. And I sent you a text. I'm like, can I make a request? Don't play those. Can I never hear those two songs? <laughs> Is that a request you will take? That's actually, there was a while ago, I oh think at God. Dirty Nelly's. Like back to back. There was one of the kitchen staff requested, hey, if somebody requests this, ignore them. Too and I'm pretty funny. sure that was about Wagon Wheel. Amazing. Good. Because fight I mean, the good fight. Because you can only they Dirty Nellies has performers every every single night of the week, pretty Basically, much. Basically, yeah. So the amount of times they that must hear staff it. is here's wagon wheel. Oh man. Yeah. Oh god. I and they have so to, they've been listening to us every Saturday for the last fucking five years? Six eight years? years. Eight Jesus Christ. Yeah, seriously. Uh, seven or eight. We were at uh, the Elephant and Castle for two or three years. And then they went under, and we got picked up by Dirty Nilly's like the next week. Right. And we've been playing for almost ten years now. So yeah, like six or seven years at Nelly's. Crazy. It's, it is crazy. Like it's it doesn't feel like that long. Wow. You know? But at the same time, like it feels like that long. It feels like more than that long and less than that long at the same time. Just when I say it's that long, it feels weird. I don't know. Right. Why. No. Yeah. That's that's odd. So we'd been singing songs on the beach and. Uh, Jay and his dad had requested, or had had, uh, Fairy Tale of New York requested at their gigs a yes. lot around very, Christmas time. Very popular Christmas song holidays. by the Pogues. Ever heard that song? No. 
I've heard people it's mention good. that oh, song. It's such, I mean, it's such a good Christmas song. It's probably my favorite Christmas song. I'll probably recognize it if I look it up. Yeah. Uh, and then Jay had never wanted to sing it with his dad just yeah. because the, the, you know, parts... the song isn't really built for... A father, father and son. son. <laughs> uh, the, the the parts are a man and a woman, and they are clearly in a relationship. And uh, <laughs> uh, you know, at certain points, it's like we're in love, and then at other points, it's like you cheap lousy faggot. You. Oh my god! Cheap lousy faggot is a, a specific Christmas line from that song. song. Yeah, it's a Christmas song. It's the best Christmas song. It's so good. Oh shit! It's like how Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. Yes. This song is oh, the best interesting. Song. And I'm the one. Who let her watch Die Hard and realize that it <gasps> was the best Christmas movie? Not even let. I hadn't watched it before. He was like, "We need to watch." It. I was like, yeah. "Is it better do. than Love Actually?" Yes, it is. The I don't know. I mean, Christmas I like Die Hard, but I'm still. <laughs> I think Love Actually that was adorable. <laughs> no, Die Hard forever. Like oh, I, I love me some Love Actually. Live for your Die Hard. But honestly, what Alan Rickman's in both, and he's better in oh, Die Hard. Shit. He's better in Die Hard. I mean, fair enough. Fucking fair. I saw it in theaters for the first time, actually. Within the last three years. I went at Christmas time and saw Die Hard at Park Lane. They played it, like, a couple days before Christmas. Oh my god, I want to see that. Can we do it again? Can we go? Oh, definitely. Fuck yeah. And was that, like, a Thrillama thing? Yeah. Yes, I remember Thrillama because I saw Jurassic Park, the first one, in Park Lane Theater. On like the original film, and you know it had all those like spots and like nicks so and like cool. imperfections, but that made it so much better because I'd already seen it on DVD. Like I don't give a shit if it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. You want I that old school experience? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, that was so good. So yeah, so we sang that song. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of the first time that I was invited to sing with Jay at Nelly's, and that's kind of where it started. Right. Because we were doing that, learned a couple other songs that we could sing there. We were singing at Nelly's on, you know, a semi-regular basis. <laughs> it felt like whenever I could make it up to Nelly's for the show, we did yeah. one or two songs. Now we're up to like three every time. I mean, pretty much every time that you show up, Dad can take an extra couple minutes of break while yeah. we play a couple Aww. songs. So. It works for him and it works for us. And the crowd doesn't seem to mind. No, they love they love the way you sing. Like, like, uh, I mean, uh, definitely there are a few ones that we we keep on doing there, like through and through and through. Joel Plaskett. Mm-hmm. It's one of our one of our favorite songs to play at Nelly's. That's a great one. You know, Joel Plaskett. You gotta love playing songs by a local boy. He's yeah. fantastic. Um, there's actually a, a a friend of mine. Um, I uh, grew up across the street from me. Uh, actually, I grew up across the street from him because he's about 10 years older than me, Marco DeQuinzio. Um, yeah, and uh, he also goes to PEI, so, you know, Kat has also got a good relationship with him. Makes the most fun. amazing rostaccini in the world. Ooh. Has a specialized grill for it. It's amazing. Marco, make extra this summer. Yes. Salted lamb's meat on a stick. I want all of that. Come yes. on, DeQuincy. You want all of it. Oh my God. <laughs> the reason I bring it up, though, is because oh. apparently when he was in high school, uh, he uh, had a house party at the place across the street from where I grew up. Rose and Rose. Joel Plaskett, pre becoming famous, he was the musician who was playing at no that party. No shit, that's crazy. That's cool. yeah, so that's that's awesome. I mean, I maybe I'm getting that. some of the details wrong about that. It's that's been years cool. since I heard but the story. But you can see that happening, like, right? Yeah, he's, like he's it, just it, the type that you can see. Yeah, that and here's the thing. I also, when I was in high school, I played with my band Oddity, 
Uh, the A-U-D-I-T-Y, by the way, so, like, audio oddity. I thought that was kind of clever. Um, but we played at this, like, fire hall in Tantalum one time, and it was the most out-of-the-way fucking place in the world, and there were a, a bunch of bands playing, ours being one in a very long lineup, and headlining was Joel Plaskett. A-plus. And this was post-becoming famous. Like, this was Joel Plaskett minus the emergency. Just right. himself. Mm. And, like, my dad was doing sound that night for that show, and he got to meet and talk to Joel Plaskett. Yeah. And then, like, when he was on stage, he was just the nicest fucking guy. Yeah, he's just he's just an on grade A guy. He's such a good guy. And he, his songs are just, like, they're always so good. Yeah. He knows how to write good songs. Cannot say a, a, an unkind word about Joel Plaskett. If you're not from the Maritimes or Canada, um, I know I have some listeners in the States... Joel Check out Plaskett. Joel Plaskett. Joel Plaskett. Yeah, and he's fantastic. P-L-A-S-K-E-T-T. Funny story, at least for my end. I grew up in BC uh, and like would spend my summers in New Brunswick, uh, but the entire school year I was in BC. And the year I graduated high school, he was touring three, like the album oh, three. Yeah. And came to my hometown mm-hmm. in the interior of BC, and I got to see him after... You know, being familiar with his CDs, um, Ashtray Rock was my mm-hmm. very first album, and it's still one of my go-tos. It's so good. Snowden. Uh, uh, Snowden is such a good song. Snowden. 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 Trio! Snowden. Trio down! Yeah, Snowden. In. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I can... I remember the last time... Oh my god, I remember hearing that song so often on Q104 <laughs> when I was working at the Needs in Farnham Gate. Amazing. That was so fucking long ago. That was like, oh my god, that would have been like 2010. It's just, now. his music speaks to like yeah. the East Coast. Oh yeah. And that so was, hard. And that was the thing, like I was, it was this tiny little theater. I was sitting front and center, it was a small little stage, you had a carpet on it. Oh. Rose Cousins was one of his backup oh. singers. She's so good. His She's dad so good. was touring with them as well. And, like they have their song now. Like it was such an intimate, magical experience. Oh. But he was exuding that East Coast personality yeah. Yeah. that I recognized and loved. And it was, you know, a very small crowd because BC wasn't familiar with him really at that point. Mm. But it was still one of my favorite. This, favorite concerts I've ever been to. Did, There's something did, so wholesome about it, right? Well, he has that line about playing the show in BC yeah. and love this town. Yeah, isn't that that's that's the reason why I hate this town? Kelowna, like, yeah. right before he says that. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he plays that in Kelowna and changes the lyrics at He probably all. changed it to Kamloops, which is where I'm from. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those like town rivalries that aren't really rivalries, but they're like, oh, that yeah. nice. So <laughs> like Leafs versus that. Habs? Right. Yeah, except oh. the hate's not as real. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not a hockey fan, so I, I guess I don't really have a first-hand experience on how intense that hatred is. Yeah, it's salty. Salty. Um, but, yeah, so, so we sing cool. Joel Plaskett and Ellie's, we'll sing some Jason Mraz, like a whole bunch of different tunes. Um, but the the day that we kind of, it all started, was we were driving to Truro um, to go meet a cat breeder, and... Jay has my Spotify account on his phone. 
Because, like, fuck it, I'm not always listening to Spotify. Like, he can use it and listen to music. Uh, yeah. And, and I Don't gotta pay for two it. accounts, yo. Fuck no. Same with, uh, I have a Netflix account, oh, and she can use it. So I Find use her... you someone that you can share accounts with. Get that login info. I use her Spotify, she uses my Netflix. Yeah, it works out right. That works perfect. Uh, so, although he had all of his songs saved, occasionally one of my songs would sneak in. <laughs> Uh, and Joanne by Lady Gaga kind of came on. I was like, oh, I love this. And we were singing and like harmonizing. And he's like, would you like me to learn it? I'm like, looked at him like, yes. So there was uh, a very serious look in her eyes. I actually became fearful for my life. For yes. This, <laughs> An intensity learned, that can only be Lady Gaga. All of the Lady Gaga. I want to sing all the Lady Gaga. Oh, damn. Um, so he. Also anyway. heart. Oh, yes. Yeah. All the heart and all the queen. Like, my three go-tos. So, anyway, like a week or something passed, and I get a, a video from him while I'm at work, and I look at it, and it's him playing Joanne. Oh. And I was like, fuck, yeah. So, we filmed it after running through it once, posted it, and, because I was just like, this is so great. And kind of decided, like, let's do this again, because we can. And it goes back to us talking about, you know... Being with someone who is just as competent yes. as you when it yeah. comes to music. Competent is such a word to yeah, use. Yeah, I've been I, just as awesome. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's like not just competent. No, it gets more <laughs> give yourselves more credit, you talented like, people. I mean, nothing wrong with competency, but it just sounds like such a baseline word. To <laughs> it use. Sounds, it's just like it's just like you. <laughs> You did okay. Like you, you passed. You were confident. <laughs> Set the bar real low. Like imagine saying that to someone after you just slept with them. You were confident. confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously. I'm going to say that from now on. That was that. Is, you were competent. <laughs> I would define you as competent. Just above competent. Just below it. Bingo card that you can bring it up at least once during episode 69. <laughs> I cannot wait. Competency is bad. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, someone who you know will pick up chords and can fit in harmonies that actually sound good. And it was it was really, really cool. That's to so have fucking that. cool. Because he learned, he picked it up so quickly. Like yeah. my ukulele, he picked it up so quickly. It's yeah. it's he's got a lot of really phenomenal talent when it comes to learning picking something up and learning it. Well, for me, it's it's just about being adaptable mm-hmm. yeah. to the situation, and music, of course, is extremely reliant on that. And you're certainly not lacking in terms of adaptability. I mean, I I, I can I can make up new harmonies like nothing. Yeah, harmonies are great for that, and even just like. We've been practicing uh, sort of like we haven't practiced in a while. We should for sure, uh, but we were practicing uh, "Miss You" by Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, you know that song, duh. and uh, you know like yeah, and that that's sort of a, a guitar line that requires a bass line, <laughs> and uh, and uh, she she picked up her acoustic bass, which she has one and is good at it. And, you know, we started practicing that. We've only practiced it once or twice, but even just, like, that first time, it sounded so good. Yeah. And we had never tried it before together, and I did all the, like, the Mark vocal parts. She did all the Tom vocal parts. Because who wouldn't want to be Tom in that song? Where are you? (laughs) 
I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I need somebody and always. Oh, it's so wait, distinct. Wait. It's the flags such a all the spiders yeah. catching things and eating their insides. The thing that really got me about that when we were learning that song, I know I'm just <laughs> diverting away from that as fast as possible. But it was the fact that we didn't have to talk about it first. We just kind of slid into those yeah, parts. That's so neat. We knew where each of us would fit in that song Dang. before we even started playing. No, I just wanted to be tall. That's, just, <laughs> that's so fucking cool, though. That's cool, because I like being Mark. <laughs> and you guys went to the library. Yeah, yeah. And that was did... our first uh, official recording session together. And our first official song on the fly. True, that was too, yeah. my request. Yes. Your request, exactly. So that day, we knew we were going to go to the library, record some songs, mm-hmm. and unbbeknownst to Jay, I posted on my Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that was totally him. her idea. Yeah, that's a great idea, though. Uh, I was just like, hey, Jay and I are going to the library. Does anyone have any requests for something that they want us to learn that like we can learn and do like a quick like quick and dirty version of, essentially? And then I saw that post. I was like, uh... So we're doing requests now? <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, what is this? What? Why are you doing this? <laughs> and you, were, you were in like a not great mood i was not in a good mood that, that day. day like i i went to the library basically in a like i want to punch somebody mood and a huff yeah and by the time we got up to the recording booth i remember we tried doing mother superior first yeah and that is one of the hardest songs to play on guitar and also do vocals on mm-hmm. for me so that was probably a bad decision to try that one first because really every time I screwed up, it was just mm-hmm. the most frustrating feeling in the world. Ugh. And I got in a worse and worse mood as we went on. And I was sitting there and being like, it's it's cool. Like, it sounds fine. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Like, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't but beat then, yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we got a good recording on it and, like, we had enough tracks that, like, eventually I coupled together, like, a Frankenstein audio track and we ended up releasing that video. Yeah. And then we did Joanne, yeah. which uh, we had already done a live version, which Kat said is kind of like our first songs on the fly, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I love that song. And then we did yeah. another Coed and Cambria song, Two's My Favorite One. Yeah, which is from well, what, their second most uh, recent album, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we chose a song from the list, and the one that we chose was... My song! Yeah! Which Can't is... Help Falling in Love with You. Yeah. Wait, is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah Can't Help yeah. Falling in Love by... Uh, or at least... Originally song. by Elvis. By Elvis? We, we did like a... We did more of the Ingrid Michaelson version, mm-hmm. and by mm-hmm. we, I mean vocally me, because right. the chords are the same. same. Yeah. But yeah, you, you, yeah. Essentially, yeah, what happened was version. we looked over the list of uh, requests that we had from that post she made, mm-hmm. and we were just like, okay, which one of these can we struggle through and make it sound like we've uh, played it before? And I was yeah. familiar, and the chords were easy enough that... Yeah, the, we we had a list of chords from like Guitar Pro or something, guitarpro.com, guitartabs.com, I don't remember. And we had it on auto scroll for me so that I could just read the uh, the chords while I'm playing. Oh wow. And do a random I'm uh, finger that app is thing. amazing. It's really, really good. good. I I honestly think I might like uh give you my pay login. for it soon. I'll give you my login. You That's pay so for it cool. already? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm such a bad guitar player. <laughs> 
I'm the best. I'm so good that I don't even play. (laughs) (laughs) And so you just pick the song and, like, how much time between when you pick it and when you go live? Uh, We tried it once. 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. That's not a lot of time. I looked over the chords. She already basically knew the lyrics but had them in front of her Mm -hmm. just in case. We tried it once and we're like... Yeah, okay, this is manageable. This is going to work. That's like, so it, it definitely cool. was not perfect. Even the the video that went up, it wasn't perfect. But Yeah, none of the ones we've done have been. No, but no, at the same know. time, it's songs on the fly. Perfection yeah. is not the You point. cannot expect... And they're damn fucking good, let me tell you. Yeah. As someone who's not a musician, I won't. I would not pick up on any fuck-ups you made. <laughs> the, I'd say the most challenging one so far we've done was uh, Pardon Incubus. Me by Incubus. That one was... Like, that is a song that I have been practicing on guitar for about a year, yeah. maybe more. And it's still so goddamn difficult. And Fuck. the only reason I was familiar with it is because I've been hearing him play it. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know the words. I'm vaguely familiar with the the melody. And he can play the guitar parts. <laughs> sort of. I, like, I didn't play it perfectly no. either. Like, I messed up the last chord, which is the worst. If you mess up the last chord, people are just <laughs> it like, just ends on oh, a man, note. that really sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if like you mess up the first hero. chord, no one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> but by the end of the song, they're like, that was perfect. So funny. Like, Damn, so that's yeah, so... That was brutal, it, it's, at least for my really end. It's really terrifying when you go live to play a song that you don't really know. Because the audience, like, it's not a physical audience in front oh. of you, but, like, you know people are. are watching. Yeah, you see when people sign on, and sometimes they comment, like, hey, what's going on? Really looking forward to this. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. That's awesome. <laughs> Lower your expectations. <laughs> Where'd the name Rowdy 2 come from? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> So there's uh, I'll um, let you take this. Okay, I'll take it. Um, there's a uh, series that I have been uh, put onto by my D&D friends called uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Which everyone should watch. Everyone so should watch. Third season. Yes. Ah. Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency is based on a series of uh, novellas or novels. Uh, by Douglas Adams, who uh, wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, among other things, and also was one of the original members of Monty Python. Uh, And basically, the show has two seasons right now, both available on Netflix. They are fucking amazing. (laughs) I cannot speak highly enough. They are literally... You know, I have Doctor Who tattoos on my legs right now, and I can say right now, I prefer... Dirk Gently Damn, to Doctor Who. Oh my god. Son, I know. Go to Dirk that is a weird say, thing what, for me to say. What tattoo are you getting and where? I don't know, but I will decide and I will get it. A light bulb. Uh, probably a light bulb. And a pair of scissors. Uh, yeah, maybe a crossbow. Mm. Um, and uh, basically, uh, in the show, uh, Dirk Gently's, yeah, there's a shark kitten, which is awesome. Get that tattoo. Yeah, I, I probably will. Get Just get a k- tattoo of the kitten and people are like, oh, you have a kitten. I'm like, no, oh, it's, that's a shark. No, it's outlined by a hammerhead shark. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Anyway, sorry, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> so um, in the show, there's a group of uh, people who are known as the Rowdy Three. There are four of them, <laughs> um, and they are essentially psychic vampires. They so feed cool. off of pain and anxiety and uh, all the things yeah. negative in a person's brain. And... 
they're they awesome. are my favorite characters in the whole show because all they do is they show up in the ratty ass fucking van and then they get out of the van, they shout and they take baseball bats and they beat the shit out of everything. Yeah. Just because that's fun. Huh. And it's also they happen to be some of the most forward thinking and some of the most compassionate people on the show. Also the most logical mm. in some instances, despite the fact that they are also clearly insane. <laughs> and in the best way. Just the show I it's, it's can't amazing. Recommend it enough. No, it, it's, I cannot recommend it enough. Like it's it's, it's that, that quirkiness uh, that you expect from Douglas Adams. Like where Jekyll, it's rooted yeah. in it's rooted in reality, but is very much like just, just the most fictiony fiction ever. It's reality yeah. turned up to eleven. Yeah. And Jekyll used to be my acid test. I think Dirk Gently is now. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. If you can make New it through the test. first episode and want to watch the second episode of Dirk Gently, you pass. You, Interesting. You can be my friend. So the now. first episode is the telltale. Like the first episode. Here's the thing. It's hard to get into and really easy to continue. Yeah. Because ah, if you can make it past two in the, my first sitting. Yeah. You watch the first two episodes. That's good. good. Once you get to the third episode, you're done. You're hooked. Mm. There's no turning back. That's a, that's a short amount of episodes. Like I, I always say, like with certain shows that I like, it's five or six. Mm. No. That like three for Dirk Jenner. Wow. Interesting. Seriously. Interesting. So, yeah, so we, we took that and, I don't know, we were tossing, so, we were, like, jokingly tossing out names every once in a while, and then, I forget which one of us was like, oh, like, the Rowdy too, rowdy like, too. oh, that'd be fun. It actually I, I feel like it was you. It's too, cle- it's too clever it. to have been me. Aw. I'm just it. saying the Rowdy 2 would also be a good podcast name. True enough. And, like, I, I joked about it, because the more I thought about it, I was like, the more, oh, this, this might work, because... I mean, right now, at least, we're doing all acoustic covers. Right. So it's the idea where, like, the rowdy three or four people, the rowdy two Two. are two people, but we do less rowdy versions of potentially rowdy songs. But I also like the idea that we can be the rowdy two and also have, like, guest stars on. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, have people sit in with us. There's three of us. We're still the rowdy two. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. I like that. And I'm going to make sure that I link to your Facebook. And you have Instagram too, right? We don't have Instagram. We we do have YouTube. Okay. We have YouTube. YouTube and Facebook I will link to. Yes. Uh, We we should get an Instagram though. Should we not? So I'll run it. (laughs) You'll be running it, yes. I don't really use Instagram. It's a lot of fun. It's my favorite one. I feel... No, Facebook does the exact same thing. It does. At least at at this point for us. Hey, your call. Yeah, we're sticking with Facebook. <laughs> well, I mean, because that's where you go live, right? So it makes yeah. sense. Um, so we're going to wrap it up really quickly. Are we? Yeah. I'm almost at two hours. Oh, okay. Um, wow, really? But I want to end on a question. Yes. Both of you. What's your favorite thing about the other person? I already told you his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your official answer? No. Because <laughs> I think... In the dead episode. I feel well, like no, every time my, we mention the dead episode, I want to play a, like, dun, dun, tombstone, dun, dun, like, a, some sort of sound effect. I should have The theme that. song from the Crypt Can you pass Keeper. me some paper towel there? <laughs> yes, I should. I, I went dun-dun-dun, spilled my... Um, well, honestly, my favorite thing about him, it's it's the same as it was in the last episode. And it's it's been touched on a little bit in this one. It's the fact that 
Jay is one of the most open, understanding, open-minded individuals that I've ever met. And there are a lot of, I try to, you know, surround myself with people who are genuine in that sense, who are aware of their, their social standing, who understand that, you know, there's not one way to do or be anything. Mm-hmm. And to have a level of empathy and understanding for the people who, you know, have less and are less privileged and do face different things than than he does. Like, he's always aware, he is empathetic, he is understanding, and he doesn't take his position in stride. Yeah, that's a great answer. And that is my favorite thing about Jay. Try to follow that. And okay. his butt. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> You're that's, like, I'm just, I'm I, done. I'm very, very flattered right now. What she said, I'm just <laughs> I, I don't want to go with that answer, but honestly, a lot of my answer would have to be the same thing. I mean, mo- much of what attracted me to Kat in the first place was, first of all, her relentless positivity, which is something that I'm sorely lacking. Mm-hmm. I am, in many ways, a very negative person and in some ways a very angry person, but... At the same time, I find that I am very well balanced by Kat in that she sort of brings just some light to the darkness that I see in many aspects of what goes on in the world around me. Um, At the same time, she's honest. She is not uh, disillusioned with who she is or how she acts. That's a big one. And yeah, it's it's very much an an issue of how genuine a person is and she is one of the most genuine person people, I should say, one of the most genuine people that I've had the pleasure of knowing. Oh. <laughs> I got to say I made you say that for a second time. Kat's reaction, the exact same as the first time. <laughs> like, literally the exact same grin. <laughs> and just like, oh, damn. Oh, that, girl. That was Ooh, so... I got me a good one. I gotta say, I gotta say, like, I haven't done a couples episode in a long time. Minus the dead episode. Yeah. Dung, dung. Um, bam, bam, bam. Honest to God, it's so fucking cool and refreshing to hear people talk about each other like that. Like, because you see some relationships and you just think, like, where's the passion? Where's the chemistry? Like, what's going on here? And then there's other couples that you're just like, this just fucking works and it's just perfect. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, that's that's what you guys are. Um, it's, a, it's exactly what you said. <laughs> a balance. Mm-hmm. It's such a really cool balance because you're very different, but you're very similar. People. I would say that's accurate. Yeah, you're very yeah. similar in talent and stuff like that. I'll tell you what, but you're different is. personalities. He's a dog. I'm, I'm a cat. <laughs> Honestly, is that like I would? I would be in the I feel like uh, chocolate lab sort mm. of breed. Why gotta be chocolate? I don't know. Golden Retriever seemed a little hackneyed. <laughs> or a, a Golden Lab. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I'll dig it. Any color lab, really. And yeah, cat is very much a cat, but I don't know. In, in some, aspect of like, both. We have, honestly, we definitely both have aspects of each because we both value uh, personal contact uh-huh. and affection, and we also very much value each of us in our own right uh-huh. personal space. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I love that those burps. At the beginning of the episode, you like would lean away from the mic, and you lean towards the mic this time. And fantastic. That's pretty much how our relationship went too. I love like at it. first, you would kind of hold back on the burps. Now it's just like full oh, throttle. Excuse me. Yeah, excuse no, me. you never said you have never excused yourself. <laughs> never once. Ooh, golly gee, the lady. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure one time you excused yourself. You were like, excuse me. And I said, there is no excuse for you. Yep. Oh. <laughs> and I said, fair. <laughs> so we stopped after that. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like we are equal parts, both of us, dog and cat. I love it. In that we, are we both, both think dog. they are both adorable. Yes. Well, you guys are adorable. And adorable. you guys have reignited my... Love for love. Because I'm very single and lonely. That's very incredibly hard sometimes to... It's hard to, like... It can be... You you really have two choices when you have friends who are couples. You can choose to be jealous and bitter and, like, fuck them. But, like, (laughs) why I do these episodes is, like, I want to sit down and, like, really learn about each love story mm-hmm. in, in in a way and I'm deep down beneath all the bitterness like I really am a hopeless fucking romantic god fucking damn it ooh I hate it about me gentlemen. but like when I do these episodes it get brings your shit together <laughs> Sarah's over here I, I mean it is she's a- single she will mingle oh I'm sick and of and she is a heckin catch <laughs> thank you so get your shit together I don't always make out now Jesus I don't always feel like a catch, but, and I don't always feel like love is something in my future, but, but like when I do these couples episodes, it makes me want to have it in my future. Like, cause like even just seeing you sitting there smiling at him, I'm like, that's what I want to feel. I want to feel that way. Um, so it's super inspiring and, and thank you guys so much. Like, I feel like this actually turned out better than the last one. I'm... I don't want to knock the dead episode, but because it was fun because we got to you know rehash things, but also go deeper into things. Go so. deeper into it. That's exactly what it fucking Which was is. Awesome. This was fucking fantastic. I will link to everything below. I'm also going to. I, I actually have some songs recorded from the dead episode that yeah. didn't get deleted. Nice. And a bonus Patreon episode that didn't get deleted. So those will be. Maybe I'll like incorporate that those recordings into this episode somehow. Nice. Maybe Do in the it. outro music or something. Um, and then that Patreon episode will be for our ten dollar enough Patreons, which we only have two right now. But quality over quantity. I don't care. I'm giving you what you want, which uh, is yes, bonus. Pat- Bonus episodes. Zoe and Tyler. Zoe and Tyler. Zoe and Tyler. I I remember that. Yeah, I know, right? Zoe and Tyler. I had no (laughs) fucking idea until they dream Patreon. Maybe I can make a Patreon level be that Jankat will like write a song for you. You (laughs) say it's your birthday. It's Zoe and Tyler's birthday too. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna have a good, good time. time. <laughs> Who's that from? That's from Elizabeth. That's the Beatles. Oh, okay. 
Damn. Well, I we, mean, we might not write them a song, but if they want a song covered, yeah, we'll, we'll do. We'll song do what requests we can. could be part yeah, of it. We're, we're better at covers. <laughs> I can't write for shit, and I also can't write for shit. I, I've tried though. He, he I can write with both of you. I think you're both artistic geniuses. Yeah. Artistic, sure. <laughs> You're, you're you're competent, okay? You're com- competent. Oh, we're com- competent. So competent. But we shall wrap it up. I'm gonna let these guys get on with their night, and I'm gonna get the fuck home. Aww. But this was a blast. Thank you guys yeah. so much for coming on for a second time. Nah, thanks and, for having um, us. It's it's tradition. You guys have to do the honors and ring that bell. Perfect. <laughs> You guys are so fucking cute, you know that? God damn. Goddamn, you give me the chills and the, the feels. Oh.